Alright, welcome back. Episode 12. Today is July the 13th. Luckily not a Friday the 13th. We're back. Zoom Sports Talk, <laughs> the zestiest sports podcast out there with the hottest takes. Carter, joined with Frankie and Jake. I guess, for those of you who didn't know us already, even though we do put our face on those weekly graphics, I guess now you can match a voice to a face. Now. Yeah, now you guys got the so, uh, the faces behind the voices, and yeah. definitely a new setup, and kind of excited to see how this goes, so... uh Let's get right into it, huh? Uh, I'm a little happier than the two of them here because, you know, it came to Rome. It did. Like I said last week on the pod, Italy was going to win it. Uh, it was a hell of a European final, one of the best finals I've ever seen in, you know, any soccer event. 1-1, um, you know, England goes up early, first two minutes on a great goal. Uh, takes a while, but Italy finally comes back, scores their goal as well, and then, you know, whole bunch of just kind of boring football you know maybe a horse collar that you guys aren't too too okay. happy about been red. <laughs> yeah, been red. We, we, we can sit we can sit here all day and talk about sort of a red I mean, those german refs yeah the german, we're handing out the cards fun now. fact same var crew as the game before so you know that if they messed up they were going to get fired yeah um but yep yeah, i mean at the end of the day I, I do think that italy was probably the better team in that game but i really do think it could have gone either way a couple calls like i mean People calling for that red card on uh, on uh, Jorginho against Grealish. I don't think that was a red. That card. was completely yeah. incidental. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that I mean that just, did look like it hurt, but that was completely incidental. Yeah, no, it's, not, it's it's not Jorginho's fault. I think the one thing would be like Chiellini, the manner in which it happened. It's not like he just tugged his shirt. Like it's like the fact he got him by the neck that made it like look so vicious. You know, and I think that you know, even being an Italy fan, I think if it's a lot of people except Chiellini, that that ends up being a red. Yeah. I think that it's hard to give that guy a red card in that situation. That's you know what I mean? I mean? The captain, I mean, like, the captain obviously speaking to the rest more than anybody, like, he's probably in the ref's good graces more than likely. Exactly. And straight red is something, as a ref, regardless, you're going to get a lot of criticism for um, yeah. airing on the side of caution. Especially in a European final that late No, in exactly. Yeah. That, 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 in that crucial of a moment, and who knows if that even ends up affecting the game? Because, you know, we didn't yeah, finish talking about there it. There wasn't but. a lot of time left. Yeah. So. There wasn't a lot of time, but, like, a breakaway in the last, like, one of the last minutes of the game. Um, even if even if they just call a red card, get a foul, like, all extra time. Is yeah, just, I mean, Shalberto Carlos on the set pieces, you know. <laughs> yeah, Shalberto. Um, yeah, I mean, the game ended up going into uh, penalty kicks, and, you know, it'll Pickford and player of the tournament, Donnarumma, ended up making the same amount of saves, but... Italy ended up coming out on top due to uh, three misses in a row. And like I said when I got here, Southgate said, I'm going to go bold. And you guys did say that he had picked the five who would be taking the penalties before the game. But I don't think you can have a 19-year-old taking the fifth penalty in his first major tournament. His first penalty he's ever taken for his country, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, I mean, like, so he's an Arsenal player, so he obviously obviously hasn't been in any big games. So, like, (laughs) you know the pressure is getting to him. I mean, I'm 18, and what am I doing with my life? So I can't really diss him that much. Well, I mean, but, you're running um, track in, in college. You, you got a little. Yeah, you, you, you got yeah, more to speak yeah, for yeah. than you two would be of a us. 1950s world world record holder. Yeah, my all right, my points made. But um, yeah, I mean, I saw the Grealish comments after too, where he's like, like I, I told him I wanted to take the PK and I the just did it. So you can't really. Can't really trash on Grealis and Sterling for not stepping up yeah. because uh, I was shocked that Sterling didn't take one. Honestly. Yeah, the thing is, I, I feel like I mean two, he's not the best yeah. clinical finisher. Yeah, Sterling's no. not the best. <laughs> I mean, the thing is too, it's like you look at guys like subbing on 
Rashford Sanchez. I got a lot of criticism because they didn't get a lot of touches yeah. on the ball, but like, like, it's like what do you think they're doing on the sidelines before they go in? Like they're definitely like getting warm, getting yeah. touches. But that's I mean, their first touch of the game, basically. Yeah, but it's that's like, so hard to Rashford do. Rashford and yeah, especially, especially Ra- like Rashford, especially is really. He good made defense. a PK in the World Cup and uh, against PSG in yeah. the Champions League. Yeah, no, so, I mean, his PK like, wasn't terrible. It didn't get saved, but well, I mean, it was just it missed the target. It was an inch right, and that probably hits the post and goes in instead. Yeah, and that's why it's yeah. tough. I mean, like I think the thing is, as much as Southgate gets the criticism of. Um, like who's taking the PKs? The reality is a lot of those guys can play, and the re- like he obviously put Saka fifth for a reason. I mean, at Saka. Yeah, like, we don't know what's happening in training. Like yeah, Saka probably made all of his PKs in yeah, training. I mean, and I mean, you never know. Like, yes, the pressure might have gotten to him, but if a guy is hitting perfect PKs in practice, yeah, and you're a coach, um, I feel like you gotta go with him. Like you're putting your best five guys out there. I think the Rashford play, the Sancho play. It's I think they're both play. good play. I, I honestly think they're I both think, good players, but I just think it's 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 hard because they just came in. Um, I mean, to to put your trust in them like that, I don't know. My my biggest criticism wasn't that it was like parking the bus. Yeah. In the third minute, it was like <laughs> the game had barely begun. I mean, I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they I didn't have I many chances after that. that. I think you play, they parked the. I think you England start would... two attacking players. Like I, I don't understand that at all. And then, and then after you score, you literally like, you just give up on having any possession. You sit back, and they're very defensive, and they didn't have. They really had zero chances like throughout yeah. the game. So I mean, well, like, I, 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 I disagree two, with that. I think two definitely definitely that was playing really well. Like Declan Rice just get for some like he had more dribbles completed than almost anybody yeah. on the whole field in the first half, mm-hmm. and I was shocked. And then Jordan Henderson comes on for him. Jordan yeah. Henderson just did nothing. He was uh, there, and yeah, he gets I, subbed off. Henderson watching. For I was reason. I was shocked for that too. I thought, oh, at least if they're gonna put in Henderson, they're gonna take off Calvin Phillips because I thought Rice was he, and he's amazing with the ball at his feet. I'm thinking he's probably a better penalty taker than Calvin Phillips too. So I mean. Cal Phillips, most tackles in the whole team. He, you know, he had a great turn. He had a good turn. Yeah, parking the bus obviously probably has ended up not being the smartest play. Um, yeah. And like we had said, that Italy goal wasn't a great goal. I'll admit to that. But, I mean, they did get the goal. And, you know, still no chances really created after that. Yeah. But the only problem I really have is if you're going to have Sokka take one, he could be 100 for 100 in practice. You can play. never recreate that moment yeah. and the pressure that he is actually going to feel taking that fifth PK. Yeah. I think you have him take the first or the second one. I don't know how you don't have your captain taking the fourth or fifth with Harry Kane. I mean, Because you don't know if you're going to get there that, That's true. I mean, you think you're at least going to get to four, though, yeah. right? I mean, I think if Kane takes yeah, well, that fifth one, it's a whole other story. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's tough. I think, like, getting off on the wrong foot is obviously, like, really not good. I think that, I mean, as much as Sokka might have not the experience. I definitely think with the way he played this tournament, he definitely deserved the shot to be the hero. Like, the crucial, like, kind of play that led to the own goal for Denmark. Like, he set that whole thing up. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Like, insane, like, drawing so many fouls. I mean, I think the circumstances, like, and even the players would say, like, Jack Grealish, even though he said he won't, like, want to take a PK, like, he even admits like it's not Southgate's fault. Yeah, like if they had this coming in before, uh, Southgate obviously the told them, and they obviously were in agreement um, that the five guys that they had were the five guys that deserved and slash wanted to take the PK. The order might be something that they switched up. Maybe they had the order beforehand. Um, 
I just have a question for Frankie. Who who should be taking the pens for United next year? Penandes. <laughs> you're putting him over Maguire now, man? After after he's on Maguire's goal? I don't know about that. I mean, we know Rashford and Sancho aren't going to be taking them, but... I think, I think Rashford... I mean, yeah, I mean, Rashford pulled that John Terry 2007 Champions League. Okay. Okay. But, <laughs> well, yeah. It was a, uh, definitely a great Euros, and uh, it was an amazing final. Really not much to complain about. I'm a lot happier than them, like I said. You know, it came to Rome, and I don't know if it's ever going to be coming on. Spaghetti Mafia. Yeah. Also, also, quick shout-out. Since none of us really watched it nor, nor talked about it, quick shout-out to oh, yeah. the greatest world time, Lionel Messi. Yeah, shout-out um, Messi. Finally getting his international trophy. Uh, you you know, it's the one thing he hadn't had, and he finally got he's it. He's probably going to get yeah. his seventh Ballon d'Or, too. Yeah. Odds are. Up. I mean, Jorginho's getting shouts, but I hope those are all a joke. Yeah. You know, yeah, even, being, even being a Chelsea and Italy guy. You know, it, cra- the crazy thing, too, is if England won that game, then Mason Mount might have been getting them also. You never I mean, know. Like, either the same, I mean, em- Emerson. Emerson. Emerson for Ballon d'Or. Champions League. He scored Reece, in the Champions Reece, League. Reece, 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 yeah, uh, I was laughing at that because we were talking about during the game that Emerson started like four games for Chelsea all year and was starting a European final, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty nuts if you ask yeah, me. I mean, if Spinozola already wouldn't have been. But no, obviously not. But you know. good, it was a good tournament, and I mean, at the end of the day, like, you gotta get. I feel like you gotta give props to the whole the whole crew here because the two the two picks that we had for the tournament yeah. that's very true in that the final true. went to penalties could not have been more of a close game nah, you can't beat that I feel like it's a, it's a even though Italy Italy came through I feel like um, definitely was a great ha- tournament gotta give off yeah. yeah great tournament to watch uh, there was a lot more excitement this weekend um, a lot of drama and a lot of uh, a lot of entertainment and I think we need to move on to that so. Dustin uh, Poirier and Conor McGregor tried to complete their trilogy of their fights. and Keyword keep, tried. Yeah, Dr. Tr- Stoppage. <laughs> Your wife is in my DMs. Uh, it was definitely an entertaining fight, to say the least. And we just hope it went more than one round. And it didn't go one round by knockout or anything. McGregor Dr. broke Stoppage. the shit out of his ankle. And Dr. it Stoppage. was one of the nastiest breaks I've seen since Kevin Ware. And, you know, you can compare it to that. It was disgusting, and you know people were saying he broke it earlier in the round, and then just landing on it there the wrong way just completely snapped it. I don't think I don't think that was the case. Though. No. Okay. See, I saw I saw a breakdown that Rogan had posted saying that it looked like it had broke right there, boom, on a kick with about a minute and ten to go or something around oh. there, right before the takedown, and then he had backed up and landed on it wrong, it completely snapped. When he went down, I didn't think he broke his ankle. I was like, oh, wow, Poirier got him down again. He's going to win this round. I thought he like, just like, tripped. They both missed. They both missed yeah. their punch. I thought he just tripped. Yeah. I thought he tripped. I'm like, okay, he went down, whatever. And then my friend was like, oh, no, he broke his ankle. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? And then he ate those punches because yeah. Poirier came and hit him a couple times and then got up. And yeah, he wasn't was like getting up, and he was, like, looking at his when foot. When they showed like, the replay, I was like, oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah, I, I knew instantly after that happened that – and then, it was just disappointing as from a yeah. fan's perspective. Because it was like, a great first round. Yeah. It was it amazing. Was, it was. I, was, I was on the edge of my seat. I was so entertained. I'm like, this is going to be a yeah. really good fight. Yeah, yeah Connor I, had a I, I, good first two minutes. And then, yeah. I, like, Dustin dominated on the ground. I mean, it's because mm. Connor had the takedown. Yeah, and and Connor also had him in, like, kind of a game transition. Well, he had him yeah. in the triangle. Yeah. And then, like, Poirier, I saw an interview. Poirier said that. He purposely wanted to get McGregor to the ground because his ground game is better than McGregor, but he accidentally, like, 
was too far away from, like, the edge of the cage. So, like, McGregor was able to get in, like, a position where Poirier was vulnerable. But um, It was super – that was first round was great. I was really disappointed to see, you know, it – McGregor unfortunately break his ankle yeah. and it'd be a yeah, I mean, say it, it, doc, it, Dr. Soppy. Yeah, it, it feels like, it, it, it feels like like kind of a I don't know a little bit of like a like it doesn't feel like it's like a real win like there's no real no. closure no, yeah no. I don't think Poirier Poirier even thinks that I know Poirier I feel like definitely feels like he feels like he wants it again yeah I think they both do I mean they said it whether we gotta yeah. settle in the ring or in the street we're gonna go again and I'm I trying you to know for it. I mean I feel like I mean, McGregor doesn't have too many years left in him. There's a lot of things, like, there's a lot of fights. I feel like he's promised, like, a Nate Diaz trilogy fight and, like, a couple other fights. But well, I feel like this I feel like this one especially, like, with with the unfinished business here, like, I don't know. He I was talking I, shit. He oh, yeah, talked a lot of shit. And, and I he, honestly think he crossed the line. No, I do. I have one hundred percent do, too. Poirier was literally saying, like, talking about, I don't know, charity, talking about... Um, Hot there was sauce. A, yeah, yeah, no, there's there was a kid in the there was really a kid in the stand, t- stands who had cancer that he yeah. like shout oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately yeah. after Connor gets the mic, it's like, I'm gonna fuck your wife. The wife's in my DMs. His DMs. And the reason his wife was in his DMs was talking about a charity event that yeah. Poirier was doing. Like they McGregor just showed the message. But I get the, there's a reason his nickname is the Notorious. Yeah, I mean that like, look, he's, tr- he's 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 trying to entertain, and he definitely does that. Um... Couldn't even understand what the guy was saying after, like, whenever they handed him the mic. Oh, bloody bollocks. Always had a bit of a head on you, boy. I wanted Rogan so bad to just say, after he's finished all that, what What did you just say, Connor? And just give him back the mic (laughs) and see what Connor said, because I thought that would have been hilarious. Rogan always gets his interview no matter what. Oh, yeah, when he sat down with him while they're putting the cast on him, I was dying. But, yeah, the whole, I'm going to murder you, you're going out in a coffin, you know, there's a line between just you know, shit talking, especially in MMA, yeah. you know, you're going in there to try to hurt the other person. But I think when you have, you're fighting to do as a family, you know, he's trying to stay humble. He wasn't talking as much shit by any means. Connor was chasing his, you know, younger self. It seemed like he seemed like yeah. he was chasing it's, what yeah, he used man, to be. In last fight too, they, they fought. Connor was very like mild yeah. mannered, like, yeah. made it a calm fight. And then had respect when he got his ass beat too. Yeah, then I don't, I don't know what switched up, but I don't think Poirier really did much. He had to ask him for a charity, like, charity, like, yeah. event thing, event appearance, and I don't know. I think McGregor, um, I mean, obviously respect to Poirier, like, he was the favorite. Yeah. Going yeah. Into it. You, got, you can't deny that. You can't say it's a He favorite. was winning. He, he was winning. He, winning. he, he won that first round. Yeah. yeah. He was winning. And I do, as while I do think it would be closer, and McGregor always has that um, showtime knockout TKO potential. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, it's clear it was gonna be yeah. round four. Um, yeah, I think every, they everybody, got it. everybody in that building got it, including both Addison Ray and Donald Trump. Oh yeah, yeah. That is, <laughs> I cannot believe what has been going around uh, the internet world with that today. But um, yeah, bro, they low key like there's some sexual tension between them. <laughs> Donald Trump and Jesus Christ. I mean, also shout out uh, what, what's that guy? The uh, Tui Tui Vasa, the guy who drinks out of the Oh shoe. yeah. Oh yeah, that he was crazy. Drinking the happy dad out of the shoe. That was that was pretty damn hilarious. Yeah, knocking out Greg Hardy. Crazy how Nell looks like Brent. That was a whole. That was a very good UFC event. I mean, oh, yeah. top to bottom, oh, those were good fights all around. Everyone thought Sean O'Malley was easy KO round one, mm-hmm. um, and Moutinho went the almost went the distance with him, and that was impressive. So that was that a great was, fight. I think that was the only fight that was the th- it passed one round in the main card though. 
No, um, uh, oh, one the Wonder, uh, Wonder Boy. Yeah, fight Wonder Boy. That was versus the, Gilbert Burns. Yeah, that was a good fight too. That went the distance. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that was a pretty close fight too. Yeah, and I really wish that we could have saw the end of McGregor Poirier that night, but unfortunately, hopefully we'll you know, see Doctor Stoppage. Hopefully, we we'll see McGregor uh, back in the octagon soon. And I, I heard Dana White say that Poirier next up for Poirier is the title, oh, title fight. So I want to see another Francis and Ganu fight. Is what I want. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. He puts people to sleep. That's a bad man right there. Dude, whenever, whenever, whenever he um, whenever like Steve against Steve. Oh yeah. Whenever, oh yeah. yeah. Whenever he's he, like, yeah, oh my his God. legs just gave out. Yeah. No, his legs just gave out. Whenever he like jumped on him and hit him too. Oh yeah. Oh, remember, whenever, whenever O'Malley did that too last fight. Oh yeah. O'Malley oh, yeah, and that, he, O'Malley in that fight. They shout out the Phoenix Suns. He did. He did do that. But I remember O'Malley literally just like. He's like his the guy's on the ground and the ref didn't call it and O'Malley just walks up through his hammer fist to the dome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, honestly, great UFC event. It was awesome to see fans back at full force. You know, a lot of chants, a lot of great energy in the crowd. I think everyone was just kind of disappointed for how the fight ended. Speaking of McGregor, he's known as one of the best entertainers in sports. And Frankie brought up a good question of the two of us: Who is the best all time and current entertainer in sports? Frankie, this is your question. I'd love to hear your answer first. I got one answer. I don't think it's crossed either of your guys' mind, but there's not a single doubt in my mind that this man is the greatest entertainer of all time. Also, a quick shout-out, Michael Jordan, number two on my list. Okay, but fair. This is, so this is your all-time one. This is, this is the all-time. This is all-time. The greatest, Muhammad Ali. You just can't... like. I just, Ooh, I, I like the take. I like it. I just don't see, like... I don't see anywhere that, that man is not the greatest. Like, he brought so much energy and so much, like passion to the fight he has so many like memorable clips so many memorable moments i mean it's like, such a bringing the poetry too. and like uh, he's such like he's so um like, he's so intelligent too i feel like that was like a unique part of him like and he was so well spoken and he was also like the greatest which also like helps i mean yeah. also same with mj um he's in that category that's why i think muhammad ali's the greatest of all time and greatest entertainer of all time and Definitely one of the greatest boxers of all time, if not the greatest. Carter, you want to give us your all-time entertainer? I mean, look, you talk about entertainment. Entertainer, it's like, it's hard because a lot of names cross my mind. It's like just guys who are pure, like, guys who, who bring a bring a crowd. Um, yeah, you pay and, to see him. Yeah, you yeah. pay to see him. And, like, whenever you think of those guys, it's like, I mean, you think of a lot of fighters. Like, you think of Floyd. You think of Mc- even McGregor. You think, But, like, in the past, like, Deion Sanders. Like, guys like that. Yeah, but prime time. Neon. You think about somebody that... you. It could be a bunch of scrubs. And if this guy is there, it's sold out. And that's the GOAT. Tiger Woods. <laughs> the greatest entertainer of all time. You think about... I love that nobody take. Has, yeah, I love that take as Nobody well. has had more ups and downs in their life than Tiger Woods and obviously he's, he's going through some, some stuff right now hopefully in our hometown he, yeah ho- hopefully he, he, he heals yeah, up so and, um, Peninsula High nothing's ever good nothing yeah. good's ever come around <laughs> never good happens by um, Ben but Rich like, some viewers. shout out Ben yeah. viewers <laughs> this guy has 2016 LeBron moments every couple years like he, he goes down and then I remember back whenever he won the, his like the last Masters yeah, he won, like that was insane. The Nobody scenes. expected yeah, anything scenes. out of him. 
He wasn't and, supposed to make it to like Sunday. Yeah, no, and, uh, uh, and the Sunday Reds were broken out, and the Sunday Reds did not disappoint. It um, might be the ugliest Sunday red shirt he's ever yeah. worn with the, the yeah, like, yeah. not like that, but I mean the thing is though, like he's the reason why a lot of people our age play golf. He's the reason why a lot of people go watch golf. He's the reason why like golf in America now is so much bigger yeah. of a sport than like yeah. like like if so many people play that um, I don't know. It's just yeah. like he is and always will be in my opinion the face of golf he's the face of yeah. golf in my opinion now even though he's not playing 100%. yeah like to add to your point I feel like people that have never watched golf don't know anything about golf they know Tiger Woods like uh, everybody knows everyone Tiger. knows Tiger Woods yeah. you can't not know Tiger and I, I love both those picks so far and I think you guys will like mine as well and it's another guy who you know even when his teams were in the slums he was still getting a lot of people just come people would come from all over the country to watch this guy at least once. And unfortunately, I never got to see him play in person. I'm sure you two have, but uh, Kobe Bryant. I was, really think, I was really thinking in my head, like, yeah, this guy's definitely, this guy's 100% saying Kobe. Yeah, you, you know, he, how poetic was it the way he went out of the league? I mean, to drop 60 on his final game and literally leave everything is just everything Kobe ever Mamba stood out. for. Yeah, Mamba out, everything about him, everything about his mentality, his work ethic, you know. So many people have looked up to Kobe, and there's a lot of kids our age, especially who, and we missed some of the prime prime years of yeah. Kobe. Oh, yeah. Him and Shaq we yeah. never even got to see play, so I can't imagine what it was like back then. And it was just always so entertaining. And he's a guy like Tiger too. Some adversity in his life, he had to come, you know, conquer, get over, and stuff like that. And he always was selling out Staples. I mean, when you have Jay Z and hundreds of other celebrities, I mean, how much were tickets to his final yeah. game? Yeah, hundreds and thousands yeah. of dollars. I mean. He's one of the greatest, most entertaining people to watch in basketball history. Up there with Jordan. I mean, LeBron, obviously. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, and there's a, a ton of basketball players ran through my mind. They can't um, oh, the greatest yeah. entertainer. Like, yeah. even guys like Curry. Like, people yeah. like Curry, If Curry's going off, like, people, it's just insane. He's, he's so unique yeah. that it's like... Even somebody, like, seen anyone even like, somebody like Westbrook came through my mind. Yeah. Because yeah. The, the passion that people play with, I think... Bird magic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That rivalry like, was nuts. People thinking about what makes a good entertainer. What's good entertainment? It can be the individual, the swagger, like people like Rodman, who is just like or like meta world peace, just personalities. Or Deion Sanders. Exactly. I mean, he was, like Deion yeah. Sanders. But in my opinion, in team sports like that, the true entertainers are the ones who just do crazy things night in and night out. And like Kobe, one million percent, yeah. was that guy. I mean, the thing is. If he was off, if he was off in a game, like if he did not have a good game, nobody, had, none of the fans had a good time. No, exactly. Like that, then that, and it probably meant the Lakers lost too. Yeah, yeah. Especially for you know, like I said, the slum years. In the, in the, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is the, the slum years. Yeah, man. they're back in the slum years now. Hey, whoa, whoa, relax. They're back in the slum years. And you know, we have a second part what? of this question. It is who is the current best entertainer of the game? And I can't believe I'm saying this on camera. I can't believe this is being documented. But I will have to give it to Fernando Tatis Jr. Because he is lighting up the world of baseball. Him and I'm not going to knock Shohei Otani. Because Otani, what Otani is doing will never be done again, I don't think. There will never be a two-way guy that is throwing 100 and has 33 home runs before the All-Star break. I think his numbers are incredible. But the energy that's going on down in San Diego right now, the announcer who just gives call after call after call. And, you know, MLB sucks at marketing, but they're doing a great job at marketing him. It's hard to say. It's hard to not say. In my opinion, being a baseball fan, that yep. he's not the most entertaining person to watch, and I hate that he's in the NL West because I hate having to root against him. I hate having to dislike the guy, 
because man, he's just fun to watch. And they marketed the way they did the All Star game this year, which was tonight, was really impressive. Yeah, um, I mean, I tuned into the home run derby to watch Shohei Otani, like just to watch Shohei Otani. Six, like, million, yeah, six million, yeah, more, yeah, yeah, way more than any Sunday night it's baseball nuts. game. It was nuts. crazy the numbers they did last night. Um, so yeah, close second definitely would be Shohei just because of how impressive he is. But I'm gonna have to give the edge to Tatis Jr. just because of how San Diego is right now. And the swag chain, all that. I mean, I'm not a big flashy guy when it comes to baseball, but I think with everything going on down there that he's the most entertaining person. And MLB is doing a good job at marketing him, but not the rest of them. He kind of gives me, like, uh, Bryce Harper. Yeah, young Bryce Harper vibes. Um, Like Bryce Harper in, like, 2015, 2016 when he was at the top of his game. He's still a great player Yeah, he's still a great player, but when he was young, man, he was so fun to watch. He he was just, like, Puig, I mean, when Puig first came into the league... The thing that pisses me off about that is a lot of people criticize Puig for what he did, but now they're praising Tatis yeah, for what he does. Exactly. And they play a very similar style, but, you know, times have changed. So, uh, when do you want to yeah. give us uh, your uh, current yeah, star it. of the yeah, game or entertainer? The, one of the main, I, I, I immediately, for current, I'm like, I feel like it's somebody in, in football, the NFL, and the I, I'll give you an offensive and a defensive one. Because okay, we get into I could not decide because they're so two totally different. And on oh, the Michael defensive Bradley. side, it's got to be Jalen Ramsey. Like, it's oh, just, oh, I like, like that. I like it that. It has to be Jalen Ramsey on the defensive side. Like, the dude is so – like he, the, the swagger he plays with, obviously, and the, the trash talk, like, it's unmatched. But even more so, I think the best entertainer – and this is obviously so biased, but Mr. Discount Double Check himself, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I don't he, know about that one. Well, hear, hear, me, hear me out. People might not agree with it, but this yeah. guy pulls off crazy moments and acts like it's nothing. That's very true. He does nothing. It's so cold. But, it's so cold in the same way that Jordan did it. Yeah. It's so cold in the same way that even like Brady has once upon a time done it. Like it's like it's it's nothing to them. And um, I don't know. The I'm only not, thing I got to say to that is. I don't really love his cold demeanor if you're going to watch him as an entertainer. I'd kind of rather watch Mahomes throw a ball 80 yards and then scream in people's faces. That's and true. I just That's just kind of like how I watch in the game, how I like watching the game. And when I think entertainer, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and I love watching Rodgers, and I think he's better than Brady and probably still better than Mahomes. But I think if right you're going to – Yeah. All time. Right now. Right now, I think Rodgers still has him. Yeah. Yeah. But um, oh, I know I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, discounting it's just it's. I think it's hard to say that Rogers is a great entertainer to the game. If you know what I mean, like like yeah, Shohei. Shohei's a very humble guy, and I think his whole entertaining thing is the fact that he throws a hundred and can hit a ball five hundred feet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hitting them to like the fifth deck in um, T-Mobile Park, like just like like it's like a it's nothing. Everyday thing. Like it's yeah. I like both those takes though. I do like both those takes. Yeah, Jay, I feel like Jalen Ramsey's obviously like that guy's always been. Very outspoken, yeah. um, like I can lock up anybody. Like I'm gonna hold your favorite receiver to two receptions, yeah. and he does for the most part. Yeah. So Frank, who's, who's the current for you? Um, quickly, I want to shout out. I feel like OBJ is like a Ooh. big entertainer. I feel like people who forget, yeah, 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 like <laughs> that man. He likes taking number two on his chest, which is kind of weird, but like. <laughs> We're just gonna, He's gonna go back to his LSU days. Number two. Oh no, he wore he three. He wore three at LSU. We're gonna forget about that. Like OBJ's, he. I mean, like his like career, like instantly took off after that catch, and yeah. he like he found a way to market himself off that, and he's still a great receiver. He was having a great season until the injury, and I think he's um, 
I feel like he's a little underrated now. I think he's going to have a good season next year. Also, Florida Brady is up there. But definitely, for me, it's LeBron James still. I mean, King James with the shoes. Space Jam coming out this Friday. He literally is. He's a movie star. He literally is a movie star. He's like hosting shit, and he's... He has his own movie. Milvin Dilf on his Instagram. Yeah, I mean, caption of the year. That's what you said. Yeah, I mean, him and his wife and his yeah, Milvin Dilf. He's I pulling up to Bronny's games with Drake, even though Drake has ulterior motives. It's still like, <laughs> imagine dropping thirty in the championship <laughs> game and going home and Drake's telling you to do the dishes. Have bro. You, <laughs> have you seen that TikTok where it's like, "Where's your mama?" I want is like Drake talking about Mari Bailey. Yeah. yeah, but I gotta go. I gotta go, LeBron. I mean, he just screams entertainer, and he backs it up with his play. Um, so I gotta go. I gotta go, LeBron. It's a no-brainer for me. When you're literally a freight train at 36 years old, yeah. Um, the only only thing he doesn't have going for him is the hairline, but it's okay. Yeah, the receding hairline, and uh, you know he sat out this summer for the uh, 2020, 2020 Summer Olympics. Might be needing him. And that transition was perfectly into our next topic. What's going on with the USA basketball team? I mean, nice bounce back win today against, you know, powerhouse uh, Argentina. Argentina. Who also, I mean, mind you, got blown out by Nigeria, too. Yeah. I mean, they have Messi and Aguero, so. Yeah, that's good enough. I mean, quite quite honestly, I, I think that Argentina can handle back-to-back blowout losses after that Copa America win. No, they do not but, give a shit. But the thing is still, like, I mean, what's going on with Team USA is two things. First of all... They don't have the same talent as that Wendy's-filled gas station team. <laughs> that clip is two, the best. 2008, 2012. Like, but still, like, you're, they're all all-stars. Like, they're starting five. Like, you got Durant and Lillard. Yeah, and they lost to Joe Ingles, bro. They lost to Joe Ingles. No, and the thing is, I mean, it, the Australians, like, those can't teams, like, for that. They, they know how to play together. They've had the yeah. same group yeah. of guys for a long time. Yeah. I think part of the reason, too, like, they're not getting those all-star calls that they normally get in, like, mm. the NBA, and that's a point that a lot of people have brought up. Like, they're not getting the same all-star treatment because, like, this is international basketball. I mean, also I think that as much as um, we could say, oh, it's five all-stars, they should win every game. I mean, they probably don't have too much team chemistry. Yeah. Guys that are a hodgepodge of some veterans who aren't really getting minutes. Yeah. And you guys, like, Zach Levine yeah. and Tatum, Bam, who are, like, even, like... I think they're still building. They're going into the spotlight in Team USA for the first time. Yeah. In the Um, NBA, they all have the ball in their hands all the time. They're the star. And, like, it's weird adapting to that new environment. That's why I feel like it's, like, a little bit part of the reason I think the Nets' big three didn't didn't succeed, even though – I mean, they had injury problems. Yeah, I mean, at first they weren't really playing Yeah, they didn't gel together because – like, they all have egos. Yeah, you know, personally, I think that the U.S. is going to be fine. They're ultimately yeah. going to end up winning the gold. And I was going to go ahead and give that as my lock of the week. But I think that's a little too far advanced yeah. to give. But uh, that will move us perfectly into that. Frankie, you suffered your first loss. You, you did. Uh, I mean, I was I was hoping you'd go, like, 20-0 and and then it'd come to an end. But uh, so it happens when you think it's coming home. So uh, would you like to lead us off with your lock of this week? I will. I will. I got my lock of the week is... It sounds like it's not going to happen this week, but both games are happening this week. Suns and Fives, my lock of the week. Ooh, okay. Plus 275. Bet on that, all right? I'm telling you, bet on Plus that. Plus 275. That's good value, too. That's, yeah. that's good value for your pick. D-Book wants to get home to Kendall as soon as possible, so Suns and Five. I like that. Carter? Washington. Um, lose tomorrow, for some reason, in my head, I was thinking, like, oh, man, it'd be so funny if I bet on, like, Ante de Kumpo to score, like the Nasus Ante de Kumpo to score. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think 
I made the grave mistake last week of, of betting the under on Giannis because I thought, you know, that, that they knew how to, whenever they played the Lakers, they knew how to contain, contain the star player. But then I remembered, oh, yeah, that's just because the Lakers' supporting cast was terrible. And His bunch I, of mailmen. Yeah, exactly. Drew Holiday playing well. Chris Milton hasn't even had, like, an absurdly insane game yet. No. So, if he gets hot, that's going to be um, scary. I, I think Giannis next game going comfortably over 30, so I'm going to bet the over on him. I was thinking points, rebounds, assists combined over two. Um, I think the, be I think, a, I think the combined play. total for that is like, um, if I was right, I think it was like 44, 45. Probably somewhere around there. Yeah. 44, 45 for him. I'm 1 million percent liked over for that. So I think I might just do that instead. So yeah. give me added rumbo. Uh, I'm also sticking in the NBA. I'm going with that same game, and I'm taking Suns. Don't have too many choices now that all these yeah, options are over. Yeah, exactly. We're running out of options, but uh, I'm taking Suns plus four. Um, mm. I honestly think they're going to win outright. If you want to sprinkle a couple bucks there on the money line, do it. But I think plus four is a safe pick. Um, I really can't see the Bucks blowing them out or anything. And I, like I said, I, I have the Suns winning that game anyway, so can't really see that getting out of hand. But uh, you know. Coming to an end to our first episode with this format, and I, I liked it so far. I don't know about you guys, but I, I enjoy the camera being here, and uh, it's definitely had some uh, a new vibe. And yeah. I want to hear, go ahead and hear your guys' uh, hot takes for the week. You man, um, you know, a lot of things. I I was thinking about in my mind. I was like, do I want to do something from the Euros? Something from the NBA? Um, what do I want to do? And um, I was thinking. And I think what I've realized is I kind of think it's got to be something from the Euros because I paid so much attention to it. And I think, you know what? I got a good handle. Um, this is a very hot take, I think. And I was saying this earlier, but the midfield for the team of the tournament was Jorginho. Wait, are you going to go bold? No, I'm not, I'm not going to go too bold. But the team of the, the, team of the tournament, l- let me... Um, the year, yeah, it was the Jorginho, Pedri, Pedri and Hoiberg. Yeah. And quite honestly, I don't think any of those three should have been in the team of the tournament. I, th- I think it should have been three different ones. I think it it should have been – I mean, Forsberg was my, was my primary. Um, I think that Wijnaldum should, should have been in it, even though well, he had a really good short, short-lived. Yeah. Um, and then more out. I, think, I think that Pogba too, yeah. I think that those two players were, as a whole, better. I think that Jorginho, like, was the best midfielder for Italy, but th- those guys are just all so consistent. Yeah. Hoiberg was one of the assist leaders in the tournament, but, I mean, I don't th- I think that his assist came as a result as Denmark's really good team play. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, the good finishing. Um, I mean, like, one of his, one or two of his assists were just him dumping it off to a Dolberg yeah. and shit, like, out- outside of the box. Yeah. And then, um... I mean, Pedri obviously was, was great, but um, no goals, no assists. No. I think he's the best young player in the tournament, but I don't think he definitely deserved to be in the team in the tournament. I think Spain's team play. So a little bit of a hot take, but, um, I mean, I could, I could argue, too, that um, Shaw what could have gone at left back. I could argue that Walker should not have been right back. Shick up talk about Lukaku was a lot, like a lock, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Agreed. realistically, it could have changed – um, half the players and honestly like could have switched out Donnarumma with Sommer but like Donnarumma for that I mean he won player of the tournament for what he did in the end and like yeah. could have deserves that but a little hot I mean I feel like 
the Euro committee got it wrong, the fans might disagree with me. But oh, I, I like the take. Carter? I do like that take. I, I do agree with you, especially with the Schick one. I, I, I mean, Lukaku did have a good tournament, started hot. Yeah. And, I mean, but I just... Schick's the leading scorer for... Whenever he was for the Czech Republic, it's yeah. not like Ronaldo, great supporting cast around him, a couple yeah. pens, but Schick did it with the best goal of the tournament too. Yeah, that is true. Like he had, like he would have, he just lost, only lost because he assists, right? He didn't have an assist, and Ronaldo. Yeah, had he, an he didn't have an assist, but in my opinion, penalty should be the tiebreaker. So, yeah, yeah, that's also a hot tick, but I kind of like that one too. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean. This, uh, his sister Ronaldo had was in my actually that was a good I mean it was like a tap in for, for Jota but yeah Yog Jot <laughs> you guys uh, Frankie what's your, what's your yeah, hot take once again I got I got two hot takes one small one really quickly I think Von Miller is going to be the comeback player of the year in the NFL Ooh. this year I think he's bad because he got his DMs exposed the celebrity oh. also again performance wasn't great though yeah true no yeah true, 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 more true. DK he, yeah. he coming back Jojo Siwa though might get signed yeah Jojo Siwa to the oh, uh, yeah. to the to Angels the, oh to the Angels yeah. Right. yeah they can they use get, pretty much anyone it. right now so yeah. um and my other uh, hot take I feel like this isn't super hot but considering I feel like they kind of get have a reputation of being like choke artists I'm going PSG is going to win the Champions League this year, finally. I think they had some great additions. And With uh, Serge Rom? Yeah, Serge Rom and Hakimi. And I think Pochettino's a, a good coach. Um, Donnarumma. He's got the Spurs, yeah, Spurs and, blood, though. And Donnarumma. Yeah, he's true, but I, I, think, I, think he did, I think he did as much as he could have. This um, is a little bit of a hot take, considering they didn't even win their league. Yeah, I mean, that, that's true. That's, but I, I got PSG. They're, they're finally uh, bringing it back to Paris. And that uh, was a bad French accent, but Jake, what about you? Um, you know, this is going to be, I think, a decently hot take. Uh, you know, normally, I would never say this. I, I wouldn't think I'd have to say this about this guy, but he had a terrible first half of the season. Not terrible, but by his standards, it was bad. Um, but I think that Mookie Betts will end up being the MVP of the second half uh, for all of baseball, not just the NL West or the NL, but for all of baseball. But you don't think he wins them? I don't think he wins MVP, no. But I think he ends up being having MVP-like numbers the whole second half. Interesting. I think, you think, I think he's going to end up getting to about... Do you, huh? you think DeGrom ends up winning it? I think DeGrom does win MVP, yeah, as long as he you know stays healthy. Um, but I think that Betts has a very good second half. The Dodgers get rolling and end up winning the NL West. And... Uh, like I said, normally you wouldn't think that's much of a hot take because Betts is MVP yeah. caliber every year, but he just hasn't been up to his standard. And yeah. he has said it himself, you know, no knock on him or anything. But he just, you know, hasn't been completely himself. And he's been a little banged up. And uh, I think he's using this all-star break to rest. And it'll be good for him. And I'm really excited to see what he can do the second half of the year. Like I said, that shouldn't be a hot take. But I mean, yeah, considering how he's played, I, it needs I to mean, be. He's not. he really has not been playing well at all. And the thing, too, is... Um, he's a guy with playoff experience too. It makes you two World question. Series rings, yeah, two World Series exactly. rings, an MVP. I mean, it makes you question how two. is yeah. how is as we approach October, how is this guy going to start heating up? What's he going to do to change his game? And um, hopefully something as a Dodger fan. As a I really do hope you're right because um, it, it definitely helped. Uh, I mean, a defensive stud out and right as well as some you know one of the hitting, best bats in the game hitting over. I don't know. Luckily, like maybe like two two seventy five yeah. if you're lucky. If he can get over three fifty now, post break, that'd be it. That'd be because once he goes, the rest of the Dodgers go. So yeah. yeah. Thanks to the Red Sox for that guy. Boom. 
Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Yeah, if you guys tuned in, uh, be sure to subscribe now to our YouTube. Uh, follow us on our socials, and you know, look for us next week. We'll be back. Yeah. Peace out. Sons info. Sons info.